Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Shop or consign at The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated consignment from top designers. The Real Real has women and men's luxury fashion as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of authenticators. Shop or consign in-store at therealreal.com or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, we have a repeat guest, Nikki Limo. Hello. I've been repeated. <laughs> Hello, you, Lizzie McGuire. You are an outfit repeater. Yes. Except you're not an outfit repeater because you guys have to watch the video because she looks very cute. Thank you. Oh, right now? Yeah. Or the first time? I was like, oh, yeah, always, I did look cute no, that no. first time. I want you to know that I was wearing a cuter shirt before because I was like, oh, she dressed really cute the last time she was on. So like, I have to I dress I think this cute. was my outfit last time. Yeah, it but was you had like a little, a little tie thing too. Mm, true. It, You're a good memory. It was really cute. I was like, <laughs> I love this. I, I bought some yeah. ties after that. Yeah. And oh, hell because yeah. You, were, you influenced me. <laughs> Such you an influence, influencer. You are an influencer. <laughs> and I, in my mind, I was like, I feel like she's going to wear denim shorts. And then I was gonna, but I... um. I didn't. Okay. Because Good. of the story. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> My legs are really hairy, but more than that, you know when you wear pants for a really long time, you don't look at your legs, and then you're like, yes. why do I have so many bruises? <laughs> I am yes. covered in bruises. And I'm like, I, oh, shit. I don't even notice the bruises until I go to edit my photos, and then I'm like... Oh, I there's was, a baby face on my yeah. Leg. I am a cheetah. Uh huh. Well, guys, <laughs> this is the podcast. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. If you want to leave a voicemail for an upcoming episode, wow. Let's see if I still know it. Three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. It's never gonna go away. Thank God. It's yeah, and I still don't know Matt's phone number. <laughs> Um, and if you're an international listener, which I get still get so many DMs, people being like, "How do I call in if I'm international?" Guys, it's in the intro of every episode. It's Send in us the, the dot in the description too. Oh, that's true. You literally every you're bombarded by it. It's on Fake the website. Fans. Yeah, stop Fake skipping. Fans. Stop yeah. skipping the intros. Mm -hmm. Um, you just send us an audio message recorded on your phone and email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail .com. And it is that easy. Ever you you can tell when you hear people with accents on this. They're like, oh wow. How did they get on? I was like, wasn't well, so, so that hard? <laughs> they we had thought. to move to America. They had to <laughs> they get a, a new visa. cell phone. <laughs> yeah. They got a pay-as-you-go phone. And here we are. Um, but uh, yeah, should we get into the advice giving? Let's do this. Hi. Um, English is my second language. So sorry if I make any mistakes. Um, I'm 17. I have a boyfriend. We've been together for over a year now. And we're having sex, which is awesome. Uh, so my boyfriend, ever since he's been young, he's masturbated in a non-conventional way. So he'll just lie on his stomach and apply pressure to his penis until he comes. Uh, so we looked it up and it's a thing that some guys do. Uh, so the situation it's created is that he cannot orgasm from anything that's not penetrative sex. So hand jobs, blow jobs, it's just not working for him. 
Um, he enjoys the sensation of it. Like, it's fun for him, but he will not orgasm. So the problem is, is that I've been getting infections ever since we started having sex. So the first time we had sex, I got a UTI. Um, I went to a doctor and like, I'm taking care of it. So I'm doing everything that I can to prevent those from coming back. Um, but they do. So recently I've had a really bad one and I really, really suffer from them. So I'm now sort of cautious of having penetrative sex and I'd much rather experience more with other things, but it's not really an option for him. So we're both sort of frustrated about it and I don't really know what to do. So I'd like any advice that you can give me. Thanks. Wow, these are two separate problems. Yeah. I'm, is anyone still just picturing him like face down? Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. No, no, just like smashing his penis. Like, <laughs> wait, his, wait, his, what, he's sitting on his penis? No, I just mean like, because usually ass up means that your ass is propped. Oh, no, I, yeah. I mean like he's <laughs> yeah. planking. Like, yeah. he's just like, yeah. <laughs> this is the only thing that feels good. Whoa. Oh, I mean, I don't want to sound like ignorant, but I also think like if regardless of he's, He's 17 too, I'm assuming. Probably. That's like, it's such a small fraction of your life. If you've been doing one thing for like your quote unquote, like in like your whole life, this is such a small fraction of your life that I don't think it's like, a oh, well, this is this is a forever always going to be like this kind of thing. I think like, um, and I obviously don't know like the medical aspect of it. Like if it is something like with women that like, it's not like. I mean, if we could all snap our fingers and be like, yeah, I can, I can come from penetrative sex. Like we, like we would. Totally. So I don't want to say like, oh, he just needs to like experience other stuff. But I think maybe if you break it down, like, is it a pressure thing? Like, is it like, if you give a blowjob, like, does it, is there like a specific part of his body that needs like the pressure of like, you know what I mean? Like, cause penetrative sex is pressure. Or is and he lying? He's like, I am sorry, baby. I can only do it. Yeah. <laughs> or he's, his body's just gotten used to yeah. that feeling. And yeah. so that's the only way he can come. So if he tries, if he like stops doing that for a while. Yeah. Cause he's probably still doing this when he's at home, not mm -hmm. with her. So if mm. he stops doing that for a while and then they work in the other ways, it could help too. Okay. So like I'm, I need to know how this masturbation works. So is he has his hand on his penis and then oh, he's I was planking? No, or he's just, just like pressure? I think he's just pressure. So then why can't she with her hand job just That's, be like bop, bop, yeah. bop, 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 bop with her, her, with her yeah. palm, you know, on the, on the tip and like add the pressure? Because that's like what I, I would say, like find that same like stimulation in a different way yeah. but I, maybe maybe it's the same sense because like we've heard about this with like sex toys or whatever they don't advise you to use the exact same sex toy the exact same way or like mm -hmm. vibrator mm -hmm. because your body's going to get used to coming that way that it it's not impossible to come any other way and that's not the only way you can come it's just your body it's like quicker it's like muscle memory so maybe for him he needs to like start trying to masturbate by like just jacking himself off and mm -hmm. like having him be able to get there because i think like Ego wise, too, for you, I'm sure, like it doesn't feel great to like keep trying and nothing coming from that. Um, literally, literally nothing coming. I would yeah. also say, like, not to like compare these, but like a UTI versus not coming is so different. Like, yeah. if your consequences, UTIs are so fucking You're terrible, awful. painful, but it's not like the fact that you're like, oh, well, I guess I have to deal with this. So, like, <laughs> so he can come. Yeah. It's like, well, one of these things causes like actual serious medical pain. And like, it's not good to have reoccurring UTIs for the health of your body versus like, oh, I'm not going to like come to completion. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I would also say, like, I know you said you're taking all the precautions that you can, but, like, definitely using a condom if you're not. That's, like, one of the things that they talk about with, like, even just body chemistry, that that can be, like, a flare-up for UTIs, that, like, his, like, not that he's coming inside you, but, like, his juices and his body chemistry might be, like, fucking with your own body chemistry and you're getting, like, reactions if you're not, if he's not wearing a condom. And it depends on how long you've been with your partner, too, because I used to, before I was married, um, I would get it with every new sexual partner, mm-hmm. like, immediately. And then you kind of get used to yeah. that person's uh, bacteria. I know it's gross, but, like, no, you get used to exactly. that. Um, and then you stop getting the infections. Um, but then, uh, so my husband, I got, a, I got a UTI when we first started dating and then it went away and I never did again but um but then when we started using condoms Mm -hmm. I actually started getting them again because I wasn't used to like the condom material I guess it just it your body has has, like I don't even know what the scientific term of it is but it's like bacteria yeah you need to build immunity or exactly whatever to that it's like a flu shot (laughs) it's a tick shot it's a tick shot like you gotta get it like a mild reaction before you don't anymore um (laughs) but I yeah I just think that this needs to be it's not an either or sort of thing. And I think you need to kind of put your foot down uh, he- like health wise about the like that sense of it. And if you've already gone to the doctor, obviously you have maybe it's a suggestion for him to go to a doctor and be like, hey, I don't. Is there a medical like we looked at like you guys Googled it and you looked up the medical term. But like, is there a is there a way you could go to a doc? Is there a penis doctor who can like be like, oh, this is a thing that like a yeah, different way to a go about it? Just maybe. Yeah, or too. even if you guys look it up in the sense issues. of like, like look up threads on like Reddit of people who deal with this kind of stuff and like a way to kind of, I don't want to say get over it, but for him to like experience pleasure in other ways because mm-hmm. there isn't just one way for everyone to come. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like even mm-hmm. if it's like clitoral, like it's not one way every time. Like mm-hmm. you're not going to come the exact same way every single time. And I think because he's used to it, uh, it shouldn't be at the expense of like your physical health. And so I would just say like, let's not. And also he should be wanting to also make you come too so if you want to explore other things if it's him going down on you and then him not getting anything in return because he doesn't like handjobs or blowjobs and you can't have penetrative sex right now then like okay then that's like what it is for this like moment and it's a relationship yeah but if he's very much like this is a uh like exchange and like this has to be like you get this and i get this i don't think that that's also, this kind of indicator it is of like, an exchange. I get sex, you get a UTI. Yeah, it's, it's great. And like, if I was him, I'd be like, "Wow, I feel really fucking bad." Yeah, like, you're in so much pain. But instead, it sounds like he's like, "No, I have to yeah. keep doing this." Yeah, and I get that you want to like pleasure and please your partner, but um, you also like need to like take care of your own vagina and your body. So I say, put your foot down, and then have him hopefully like reciprocate that stuff, and then work have him work on like maybe it's like mutual masturbation in like a difference like be there with him and that and then maybe it's like a talking through it and being like okay what or it's like porn to get some horn like things that are like going to like be very different to try and find like oh what are these other find things that i like things. explore yeah. you're 17 it's the time yeah. to explore oh yeah yeah also i just like love like when i was 17 like we were having sneaky sex. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like this, like the fact that you guys like you can call in about like advice. I didn't. I had no advice. I didn't need advice. I was like, okay, how do I have sex as fast as possible when parents are home? <laughs> like that was the only thing I was worried about. Dude, we would have sex. Um, well, I don't know if they're listening, but in my so my brother's room, um, looked out across the driveway. Like you oh, could so you see. could just you knew when they were coming. Yeah, home. so it was always doggy style on my brother's bed. <laughs> us on both looking out the way. <laughs> that is. That's so looking out the funny. window so we could both see. Yeah. 
Oh, no, that's genius. Mine was a lot of lunchtime. Like, walked to my boyfriend's house during lunch. And his grandma was very old. And we would just lock the door. And be like, is anyone here? And we were like, shh. It was really bad. Um, but best of luck with this. I'm also glad that you're calling in so young. Uh, obviously, like, be protective. But it also just means that you'll probably have, like, a really great sex life later on. Because yeah. you're thinking about that stuff now. Um, best of luck. Cranberry juice. Yeah, what look else? at there's forums too for the UTI stuff because this is if you're prone to UTIs, there's a lot of women that are prone to UTIs, mm-hmm. and there's uh, a lot of good natural remedies out there too. Because I've recently tried to like find something that's not antibiotics because I yeah. used to get them often. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of good stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know tons of people get chronic UTIs. God, they're the fucking worst. Should we go into the next? Hey, Megan, Melissa, and potential guest. So I am 27. I started dating my boyfriend five years ago. Um, so a little backstory when I was 21, I lost my virginity, didn't wait for any particular reason, but I did. Um, so obviously I didn't have a lot of experience and therefore I felt like when I was having sex, I was really trying to put on a show and act like it was the best thing ever. And, you know, just feeling like I was getting like that notion to act like a porn star, basically. So Six months later, after losing my virginity, I meet my boyfriend. We start having sex. And I felt this pressure to orgasm because I felt like every girl was doing it. And I feel like it's talked about a lot now openly. But even five years ago, I felt like amongst my friends, no one was really talking about women being unable to like come from penetration. So it started... Like right away in the relationship, I was just faking orgasms through penetration with or without foreplay kind of thing. Um, He was still pretty active in foreplay. He would go down on me. I would um, have an orgasm like that, but never through penetrative sex. Um, So it's become a problem where for the last like couple years, I've been trying to get out of the habit of faking an orgasm because I'd actually like more effort into sex. Now that foreplay feels like it's on the back burner from him, um, sometimes us having sex for 5, 10, 15 minutes and him assuming that I'm just going to have an orgasm from penetration and no foreplay is really frustrating. I know I've dug this hole for myself. Um, I've tried just like not faking it, but I feel like us having sex multiple times and suddenly I'm not coming. He's been taking offense. He's been asking a lot of questions. If I'm enjoying it, what's not wrong. And like the sex is good. Like I really do feel like we have genuinely good sex. It's just, I don't feel like having sex through penetration is something that's going to happen easily for me, if at all, which I'm okay with. But like, how do I get to the point where I get where I can stop faking, like, I don't honestly feel like I can have an open conversation and be like, hey, three years we're having sex, I was faking it. That's embarrassing for both him and I. And I just don't know how to get out of the habit and to ask for more out of my relationship in terms of like foreplay and stuff like that. So like, please help. I'm an idiot. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're not an idiot. You have to have this conversation. Mm -hmm. I did this with my husband. (gasps) The first three years, same exact thing. Yeah. She's been with this guy for five years. Mm-hmm. I did it for three years in the beginning because I actually did have an orgasm within the first couple of times we had sex. 
but then I didn't want him to think that he's doing a bad job yeah. the rest of the time. So I just started faking it. And it's the worst fucking feeling because then I, when I tried to stop um, faking mm-hmm. it or like, you know, okay, I'm just going to like have a regular orgasm. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. If not, who cares? Um, but I'm not going to fake it anymore. He started thinking something was wrong with him and like yeah. he was, I wasn't enjoying sex anymore or something. And I love the sex. I just had to have that conversation. Like it sucks. And yeah, you dug that hole and it fucking blows. But they are so much more appreciative because mm-hmm. they do. I mean, I'm going to assume yours does too. want to please you. They I mean, that's why they're taking offense because they're like, oh, no, like I'm doing a yeah. bad job now. Um, so the more communication you can give them like, hey, I did this thing. I fucked up. I'm so sorry. But like I really do enjoy sex and I want to get to that place and I want to just enjoy it rather than feeling like I have to come for you. Yeah. Um, it, it's a hard conversation, but our sex has been so much better yeah. after. And I think that like if you're coming when he goes down on you, yeah, like he men are dumb, just like blanket statement, but like <laughs> you're no one's ever going to be as good as if you're having real orgasms and then you're faking them. Not that he knows that there is a diff, but he knows that there's a difference. He knows yeah. that like, oh, there's an orgasm that she has when I go down on her, which is like, wow, that's a really great one. And then there's the one that she has penetrative sex. But if you finally are like the one that I was having when you would go down on me, like that's really what like that's what it was like the other like I wasn't I wasn't trying to fake it. And like exactly like you said, like I don't And also, I think it's like you have to people have to understand, especially I think guys and I've had this conversation with people I've dated before where it's like, I'm not always going to come like and that's fine. Like for a lot of the time with men, like there there is an end goal that is inevitably going to be achieved in Mm -hmm. 30 seconds or 30 minutes. Like (laughs) it is gonna you're trying to not come. I'm trying to come Mm -hmm. and like I might not get there like and that's also okay. And I think when we attach like, oh, this is the end result every time they can assume like, oh, but you didn't come this time. And it's like, okay, well, that can also be okay too. If I don't like if I'm like if I'm like in the mood to have sex and I will enjoy the act of having sex I don't have to come to enjoy it like yes. if I want to come and like I mean I I personally would always prefer to come but like mm-hmm. if I want to then like then let's go for that but I can also enjoy it without having that end result which I think is like I don't know like it it, it like it's just different for them because it tends to be yeah like that's more like the, result okay, end thing. of sex now happens yeah 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 Um, the other thing is, uh, like now sometimes if I want to come Mm -hmm. and I didn't get there through penetration, um, I'll like, he'll like help me finish myself off after sex and that's still hot and I still love that. Um, also, uh, it's totally normal to, uh, for a lot of women to not come Mm -hmm. during penetration sex. Um, sometimes it has to do with like certain I don't know, certain partners, like you can, they can access that spot easier. Mm -hmm. And sometimes um, you don't know where your own G spot is to guide them there. Uh, And that's a little bit of exploring on your part. And then you can kind of like have uncomfortable sex for like a couple of times where you're kind of wait, move this way to the left Mm -hmm. a little bit and then oh up and then, okay, yeah, right there. If you keep going right there, then I will orgasm. And also some women's bodies are just built in a way that like if someone's penetrating you, you're not going to be able to access your G-spot at the same time. And that's also like, again, okay. But I think like if... (laughs) 
if it were me, um, first of all, I've never had this conversation with someone. I've just broken up <laughs> and then been like, cool, this is not happening anymore. And it was, wasn't until months and I started dating that, uh, well, I mean, the guy before, I did not lie about not coming because I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> um, but with Mots, I was just like, I'm just not going to fake it. Like, I'm just not going to fake it at all because I kept digging myself into this yeah. hole. Um, and... I think like, like you said, like it's, it's constructive and like people want to, your partners want to know, like they want to know that they're doing a good, like a good job and that you're enjoying yourself. And as much as like that tiny little bit of awkwardness, like he's not going to be mad at you. If Mm -hmm. anything, he's going to probably feel like, oh, I feel so bad that you felt like you needed to fake that. Like, I feel so bad that you've been sacrificing like pleasure because like you didn't want to like hurt my feelings. Like it's not like I don't know. I don't think it makes either of you look bad at all. I think it makes you look like a really compassionate and like empathetic person that you don't want to make your partner like feel, uh, I don't know, like not feel like they're doing enough, but you can even just say like, Hey, um, I've been like, like masturbating in this way before that, like in this way that I really liked. And I think like you can just like fully lie and be like, and now when we have penetrative sex, I just think like, I would like, I would love to like, if you like went down on me more, I really like miss that. And like, you even say like, it's more of like a recent time that you Mm -hmm. haven't been coming as much. Maybe it's like, yeah, because I've been like masturbating in a different way that I think is like fun and exciting. And let's try like incorporating some like sex, like some toy or like vibrator that like you can like get some clit action on. Or, like, say that you watched some, like, porn thing that you thought, like, like yeah. introduce it as something new, not, like, if you don't want to, and you said you didn't want to say, like, hey, I haven't been coming for all of this time. But if you want to kind of bring it up as, like, a oh, there's this new and exciting thing that really, like, turns me on. Let's switch up what we're doing to then get yourself there. And then it can also be, like, a trial period of being, like, I don't know if I'm going to come. I think we'll figure it out together. And then you don't have to fake it there because it's a new thing that you're trying to figure out together. Um, but I do think the smartest thing to do would just to be sit down and tell him the full truth. Yeah. The truth will set you free. Uh, also, um, after telling him the truth, what, like what you said, um, about going, like the going down is obviously where you get the or- orgasm. Yeah. Um, but I also found that once I wasn't feeling guilty the entire time I was having sex and I was free of that, I would actually come during penetrative sex more often if he went down on me first and I orgasmed yeah. and then I would have like a second mm-hmm. orgasm. And so I told him that and that got him really excited. Oh, he's like, I'm the king of yes. the pussy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so he wanted to go down on me way more mm-hmm. after knowing that like I could possibly come a second time yeah. with his dick after. Yeah. And and he clearly cares about you orgasming because he thinks you are. Yeah. So I think that's what you have to also take in, into consideration of like when you tell him. I think it is better to tell him because he cares. It's not like yeah. he's a guy that like I've, I've been with guys where like I've like haven't faked it and they like didn't give a shit. I'm like, oh, for sure, for sure. Cool, 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 cool. But like you felt this expectation to fake it because he really wants you to come. And yeah. so just know that like that's you both have the same end result and like the egos like who gives a shit? He'll like, probably be relieved actually yeah. because right now he just thinks he's doing a terrible job. Mm-hmm. He like had this skill and then now it's gone. Yeah. And you can reassure him be like I really love having sex with you. But like I think this also needs to be a journey for us together to find like I come when you go down on me, but like I haven't come penetrative wise. And like that doesn't mean I'm not enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. But like, let's try and figure out a way that I can. And if I can't, like, I like miss that. Like, that was really hot. Like, let's do that again. Um, I'm calling it. This is happening right now as I'm looking. Okay. So my, my boyfriend left this computer at my place. It's been here for like months and it's just been sitting there. And today, I just got really curious, and he gave me his password for something else, and 
I was like, hmm, I wonder if it works to unlock this computer because what else am I going to do on a Tuesday night? And it did unlock the computer. And there's, like, no files in it because this is, like, his gaming bro computer. Like, he plays, like, Overwatch and stuff on here. And so I was like, hmm, I'm going to go through his internet history because what else do I have to do on a Tuesday night? And I don't know. I didn't really expect to, like, find anything, I guess. I was just really curious. Like, I have no, like, suspicions of anything. And, like, there's nothing there's nothing sketchy on here. However, so this is – I'm looking at his history a little bit before we met. And in his history, I found a lot of, like, hentai porn, which is, like, um, like, it's, like, that anime, like, drawing stuff. And, like, a really big theme that I found are, like, succubus, which I guess is, like, a, like a woman, like, with, like, very, like, she looks very cis woman with, like, huge shits. But then they have, like, penises. But it's all, like, drawings and, like, animated stuff. And then, I mean, I didn't really care about that, you know, because it's, like, cool, you're getting off on your own time, I'm getting off on my own time, and we still get off together, whatever. But, like, I also found a furry account. And it looks like he made it from, like, right before we met. But recently, in, like, May, June-ish, I've found, like, more stuff in his history from when he's, like, logged in. And it says it's, like, that he's reading, like, the history name will say, like, messages or, like, XYZ's profile. And it's on furry names in case you want to look up the website. But I guess I'm just, I'm kind of, like, really shook about it. And, like, it's, I don't, I guess I don't need advice on, like, it being sketchy or, like, things like that. But kind of more, like, do I bring it up? Do I not bring it up? Because it's not anything, I guess, that could hurt our relationship unless he is having, like, sexual conversations with these other people who are into furries. But I can't read the conversations on Furry Mate. And I already tried to, like, log into Furry Mate. But it says my credentials are invalid. So if you have any advice on whether or not I should bring this up and whether I should pay any attention to it and yell at me for snooping for no good reason. Yeah, cool. I hope you have a great rest of y'all's day. Thanks. <laughs> wow. wow. Can I say something? Question. Yeah. yeah. For, succubus isn't like the dick thing. It's a demon, like a female demon that takes control of yeah. Wow. Are you a Scorpio? <laughs> <laughs> Are you like, wow. Um, I mean, I don't think you should bring it up because no. I think like, not here to kink shame at all or any like whatever you're into you're into as long as it's not hurting anyone and i also consider that the uh the porn where you like force girls have blowjobs where they cry she's hurting yeah. that is not okay like don't be into that like and that's me kink shaming just in the sense that i just like those poor girls are not getting paid enough to like literally choke on a dick um but yeah i mean like you said this doesn't affect your relationship in any way i think um I think like what people can be into porn wise can also be very different what they're into like practicality wise. So mm -hmm. it's like I every guy I've ever dated has been like, oh, yeah, I'm like super into like girl on girl porn. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not into that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to hook up with a girl. And it's like, OK, cool, for sure. And then it's not like a deal breaker. Yeah. It's like, OK, you can enjoy your, your porn that way. But I think like if it w if he was feeling unsatisfied in you guys' sex life, I think as long as you guys have open communication, like across the board like if he wanted to introduce anything like this I think he probably would like bring it up to you and then there are some things that people get off on like 
porn-wise that they don't bring into their relationships with their partners. And that doesn't mean that that's like one of them is more satisfying than the other. It's like different scratch itches you're scratching. And I wonder, though, because um, at first she was like, you know, people get off on whatever. I get off on my own time, whatever you're mm-hmm. into. Um, it Did it sound like she, she was more concerned that he was talking to specific profiles? Well, that stresses me out. Yeah, because that's a different thing. But also yeah. she can't read what they were saying because mm-hmm. she can't get into that account, which is a shame because, like, I would I, like to know as yeah. a detective. What I would do was... <laughs> Look at his saved I passwords. Would, Safe passwords or log, but then Google has the thing now where they tell you if somebody logs in from oh, another. Oh, yeah. Honestly, fuck that, that shit. That fuck that, that shit more than anything. Because then I would log into his email, reset the password, yeah. and then do it. <laughs> yeah. No, that's 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 yeah. I would I would probably do that too. Yeah. I think, but like, I know that you said that you're looking at it for no good reason, which and like you're like, oh, it's just here. So this is one of the examples. Usually when I say when you're looking, like you're snooping, it's because you're trying to find something. Oh, sorry. If someone leaves their fucking laptop there for a long time and you're bored and you have nothing to do, I'm like, yeah, well, I, look through- <laughs> I just look through shit. My people, I babysat their houses. I'm like, what's in your cabinet? Yeah, like, cabinets. I'm fucking bored. Like, so I'm not saying, I don't want people to say like, oh my God, you're like going back. You always say that if you're looking, you're looking for something. I don't think this case is necessarily you thinking that you're going to find something, but I think you need to evaluate the message stuff. Like, was there an inclining for you when you saw that like some of the stuff was like furry messages? And also, was it private messages or was it message boards? Because right. message boards, that's mm-hmm. like Reddit. Like, yeah. that's a lot of like, oh, I found this thing that really like worked for me. Like, it's more collaborative. It's not like a, maybe there are like Reddit orgies stuff. But like, to me, that's more like, hey, buddy to buddy, I found some like hot furry yeah, shit. Yeah. You want to check it out? <laughs> not like specific like person I'm to person. I'm a furry. Yeah, like <laughs> this. Get it. Um, so I think like figuring out like if like if that sparked something in you that like if it was messages then I think you can like be like, okay, let me like maybe snoop a little more, like figure something else out because you definitely need hard evidence before you ever bring it up into conversation. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Unless she just like dresses up like a furry one. Oh my god! Or message him as a furry and see if he responds to you, and then you'll know. But maybe also if you guys haven't had the conversation about like kinks and just be like, hey, is there anything like if you've been dating for a while and just say like, hey, is there anything like, I don't know, like new that you'd be into? And like you can even bring up something that like maybe that you're into that you've never told him before and like open up the opportunity for him to like talk about that kind of stuff with you and like say that he's into that. Um, He's like, yeah, could you be a cartoon succubus? (laughs) Yeah. Also, I just don't know how you bring that up in like normal (laughs) life, you know, but also at the same time, like that to me sounds like. That's like if if I was dating a guy who was into that versus like like I don't know like Instagram models yeah I'd be like well yeah I can't be a fucking cartoon or a furry right. like I am not threatened at all like True. oh and I agree so like, separate what you yeah what you're into kink wise may not be something that you actually want to happen yeah because like he can't actually have sex with a cartoon yeah like because like I'm in a gangbang porn and I've told my husband that since like day one yeah. but I'm like but I would never want to be in a gangbang yeah. it's more just like a ooh, it's taboo and something mm-hmm. that could yeah. never happen to me type of thing. And then that's like, this is the hot, sexy... I mean, there are people yeah. who have rape fantasies, but it's not yeah, like... They don't want to be raped. No, it's yeah. like there is something about like illicit stuff that like is just automatically like... 
It's yeah. forbidden and, and sex is forbidden. So things that are also forbidden, like they therefore become sexy mm-hmm. or a control thing. Like yeah. being held down by a bunch of men is the same thing as being held down by just my husband. Exactly. But it's like, oh, I don't have control mm-hmm. over it. You yeah. Know? So. And also porn is just like everything's amplified mm-hmm. where it's like you want to be held down by one guy. How do we give you nine? <laughs> and you're like, okay, more is more for sure. So like you like women? What about cartoon women with uh, 17 tentacle what about penises? Huge what about, I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you said that I can just picture those cartoons with those boobs yeah. that are just like falling like it's just like, they're bringing her down yeah. you like boobs how yeah. about a ton of uh, like a quarter <laughs> pound of boobs Literally. how about a truckload of tit yeah um but yeah I think you don't need to talk to him about it I I, I think if anything if you are worried I would you know, do some more snooping. Um, <laughs> and also maybe make an account. Actually, how about this? Make an account on that website for yourself and then see what that is. And so then like c- cross compare the URLs of what he's looking at and the profiles that he's looking at. See if there is a message option. Like see if like if you went to go message somebody, is this the yeah. same like URL And then message him have? with your fake account <laughs> and see if you're yes. Oh my god! No, I just love that like we get to give the advice because like oh yeah like if you called in doctor dr drew or whatever Mm -hmm. he's like stop snooping and we're like no you gotta snoop the right way you're just doing it wrong yeah no that's that's always my advice is being like if you're gonna snoop snoop smart yeah and also like you want to snoop in a way that like then when you bring it up you don't want to be the one who brought it up you want it to you need to create the situation in which it comes up and then you're like oh my gosh and then you're like i've known this for months but like wow wow and then it's a it's a whole thing yeah it's same page men make us crazy and therefore i'm gonna teach you how to be Mm -hmm. constructively crazy to get what you want out of it um but uh (laughs) but yeah but i mean yeah i'm also um i yeah i i I just think like in general uh i'm happy with your like outlook at this like i think like we can all giggle about like funny kinks and stuff but like i also do appreciate like that the fact that this is your boyfriend that you're not kink shaming him yeah like it is kind of like whatever he's into he's into um, but it, you have every right to feel like a little like, whoa, like that's <laughs> still jarring. Because yeah. you're like, I thought you would just like wanted a threesome. <laughs> I don't have a threesome <laughs> with a cartoon. But yeah. Jessica I, Rabbit. <laughs> Ooh, Dude, she's hot. She, she is hot. But yeah. does she have eyebrows? I don't know. Or is her it hair's just the eyeshadow? Way. Don't know. Yeah. There's something up with her eyes that always weirded me out. eyeshadow for it's sure. It's so much eyeshadow. Yeah. Like, and it's like if you th- saw that in real life, like lots of purple eyeshadow with a red sparkly dress. Yeah, that's very interesting. I always think of what's that red and purple club with the ladies who wear hats? It's, it's eyebrows. She has eyebrows? Yeah, she has eyebrows. Does okay. she have weird eyebrows? That's good. They're just very thin. Oh, okay. That's what I don't that like. That was in back then. <laughs> <laughs> we all did that. <laughs> I was inspired by Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Support from today's show comes from Hinge. Hinge is the only dating app that's designed to be deleted. There are no gimmicks, timers, or games. Instead, every match begins by someone liking or commenting on a specific part of your profile. That way, you can meet your most compatible matches and have unique conversations over what you've shared on your detailed profile. No wonder why it's the dating app for people who want to get off dating apps. And now, Hinge has launched its own podcast. Woo-woo! It's called Ghost Stories. It's about making dating more honest. Hinge brings two people together, one who goes to the other, and ask them to be transparent. 
I am incredibly uh, all about this show because as a serial ghoster myself, um, I don't know, maybe it's kind of just like pouring salt in my own wounds, except it's not my own wounds. I get to like watch other people go through something that I'm so happy that I'm not dealing with. And you guys know how much of a nosy person I am. So check out Hinge's podcast, Ghost Stories on Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Hello, everybody. We are back from our break and let's get into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan. I am 21 years old. And I have a weird question. I don't know if like, this is like common knowledge that like my little 21 year old virgin brain doesn't understand, but I've only given a blowjob once. And honestly, I don't think it was that good. Like it was awkward, kind of clumsy, but he did finish. So I was like, okay, woohoo, yay. Um, but it wasn't that good. Also, my question is, do you, like, I need the real advanced techniques for blowjobs. And then also, if you're doing a hand job, like, if I wear a lot of rings, do I take those rings off or do I just leave them on? Because, like, that just seems like it wouldn't hurt the pain. I don't know. Okay? I don't know. But just some advice about blowjobs. And then also, do you keep your rings on when you're doing a hand job? I feel like you do, but some, for some reason, I'm just overthinking that. Advanced blowjob techniques. This is our most DM'd question. We get so many questions. Really? Because we gave like basic tips yeah. one time. And okay. also like I I wear as like a like <laughs> on my gravestone it'll be like is fucking great at giving head. <laughs> like it is something that like I am not. Sh- I mean I'm, yeah. I don't give it to everybody but like I am like I'm not shy about letting like yeah. no no I'm great at this. Mm-hmm. That's the whole joy of giving head. Exactly. Is, like, That's the feeling only like you said. are yeah. killer mm-hmm. at and it. And Nikki Glaser's uh, did you watch it? Not yet. Okay, her yeah. stand up. She has a whole thing about like girls, like girls who love giving head. And she goes, No, those girls are good at it. She goes, And if you hate giving head, it's because you're bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, I mean, you're like, yeah. this is yeah. lasting forever. Like, this is terrible. But yeah. like, you love it when you're good. Okay, um, I'm going to admit something. I've never given a hand job to completion in my entire life. So I have, mm. I, I am, I don't know. Not I'm even ca- like in high school? No, I skipped hand jobs. Okay, I was like, wow. oh, oh, I skipped a grade. I was like, there was a guy that like just like came with you kissing him though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You went from that to like not. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I'm someone who like hand jobs are not in my repertoire. Like, I'm just like, I. It's first of all, am I making out with you? Like, am I looking at you? Like, what mm. am I doing? Like, there's just not a lot of like self lubrication. You don't. Yeah. Okay, but it's you definitely incorporate it into. Yeah, but like I like blow with jobs, it. Right? a little, but yeah. like not really. Okay. Like I'm not, again, I'm bomb at giving head. No one's yeah. ever been like, yo, can you like give me a hand right, job for a little right. bit longer? <laughs> like I'm just like, let me, let me get my hair tie. I know what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say like, I, if your rings, I mean, in general, as somebody who ripped their earring through their ear um, uh-huh. because of a ring and had a seizure, um, I no longer wear rings. I would say rings are a hazard in general. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, okay. It was, Later we'll you, talk it about it. A whole thing. Um, but I think like the most important thing with anything involving like a penis is like lubrication and wetness yeah. so if like rings if you're if you have rings that are like getting caught on stuff or if you find you have rings that get caught in your hair if you're like giving a hand job to a guy who has like pubes i would say if you find your rings a nuisance in your own like if they get stuck in your hair they get stuck on things like in your clothes take them off mm-hmm. <laughs> don't wear them then um but like wetness is more important and like it's not going to catch on a ring if like you've like li- i mean like yeah. you've got like lube on your hand metal it's is like slippy um i would say if you're wearing like multiple rings and it pinches mm-hmm. maybe yeah. that would uh get in the way um also if you have those adjustable rings uh-huh. or like anything that's like sharp yeah. on the bottom part i would 
take it off. But mm-hmm. yeah, I wear my rings. Um, I I also don't give hand jobs to completion, but it is part of foreplay for me. Yeah. Um, and it's like, yeah, we'll be making out, and then as soon like it starts, we start rubbing, and yeah. then like, as soon as it starts getting hard, and it's like, okay, and then it starts, we take it out. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the pre. It's like, hey, I want to have sex. The pre is me sticking yeah, your yeah. Hand, <laughs> my hand in your pants. No, I'm about like, to do a blowjob, but yeah. like I gotta like. Let's, get it as hard as possible yeah, first. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. I love how you went from like, you gave like a, like a, like mediocre blowjob to be like, I'm ready for the advanced techniques. Are you like, are you Correct. actually like, I don't want to overwhelm you yeah. if you're not ready for them. You practice the basics first. Yeah. Um, because I think like you get good at a blowjob with experience. Like, I don't think that like the first blowjob you ever give is like going to be great. Yeah. And I think it's also, mine was, <laughs> you give them Melissa give yeah. us the advanced techniques but like I, I think that it also needs like building it up with if wh- whoever you're dating or whatever like you're gonna figure out what they like so like the best blowjob you give like it's gonna be different for every person you're giving like because it's gonna be their best blowjob yeah. because it's what they're super into so like is he into getting his balls sucked like pop a ball in your mouth like Ooh, is he into that's advanced I think because <laughs> yeah. you gotta be gentle see this well, yeah. so were you ready okay. for the advanced techniques maybe, maybe this girl might not be ready but yeah. there are other listeners yeah. out there yeah. that are like okay we are basics. ready okay. yeah we've already so given we the should basic. give them advanced yeah. techniques I find it it's choreography the whole Mm. thing is choreography and it's like it's positioning everything and I think the first step of like a really good blowjob is you have to set yourself up for success you need to not be uncomfortable you need to be in the right position to have access to everything you want to have access to Mm -hmm. I personally don't think I give the best blowjobs when I'm 69ing Every guy is no. completely disagreed, but I'm like, I don't feel the best. I don't. I can't I'm concentrate not be- fully. Oh no. my God. No, yeah. I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> like, this is not working for me. But so I would say like, set yourself up for success. Like make sure you are, do not, I've never given the best blowjob of my life, literally on my knees on the floor. You're on a bed. I am like, that is like <laughs> yeah. someplace where you can be there for an extended period of time um, and really go for it. And then we've said from the beginning, the wetter, the better, like spit on his, if he's into you looking at him, like that the whole like lead up to it is like like you said you want to get them like as hard as possible yeah and like because you're gonna you're the advanced techniques like your mouth's gonna hurt your mm-hmm. jaw's gonna hurt mm-hmm. you want it to be like a quicker thing um we've talked about like what hand job hand twist one way whereas like tongue mouth the other way mm-hmm. no teeth and then i think like the most like when you are like Back in, and I'm demonstrating with the microphone, you're gonna, so it's like, if this, well, say my hand is my mouth. If I'm going like this, this way, I'm gonna make my tongue yep. go this way. Yeah. Swirl this way. And then flick two. Flick two. And mm-hmm. then get the tongue as you're still doing, like going. And then again, this is my mouth, not my hand. But you can have your hand here if you wanna mm-hmm. do that. But as your mouth's going up and down, like do your tongue yep. underneath. Yes. This yes. is the most sensitive, sensitive part. Yep. The most. And then the tip. So if you can do like tongue stuff here and then other stuff like this, like way with the, the tip there. For those of you just listening, not watching it's like the bottom shaft of yeah. the penis there's like, like a the line to his body yeah mm-hmm. and you just put more pressure with your tongue there yeah. as you're going up and, and you mouth. can even do your thumb too and just like rub your yeah. thumb in like circles around it um but like the most mind-blowing blowjob is going to be one that like defies the laws of physics like how are you how is my ball in your mouth and you're like <laughs> sucking my dick and like how is your tongue here and all of that stuff like that's what i mean like choreography like you have to get the rhythm and good at that kind of stuff so like practice the rhythm aspect of it but like if you can incorporate like the tip and then underneath the shaft and then like like and if he's like into like cup I mean always balls like cup is balls like mm. massage is balls like gentle with it okay so not yeah. too firm there's this thing I started doing maybe like four years into 
my relationship with my husband because I always like he loves my blowjobs like he's like oh my mm-hmm. god you have such a good head I don't even want to have sex because like oh I just want to explode right now yeah and you're like uh, well, yeah and I'm like I love it give me my but I took it up a notch because I was like I want to make like I want to give him more yeah um and I had read in um several magazines from high school I remember this Cosmopolitan mm. magazine being like oh um push like mm, I already know that yeah oh, that taint the, area mm-hmm, yeah, yeah between the asshole and the balls uh mm-hmm. like apply a lot of pressure there but my husband is really like doesn't want my fingers anywhere yeah. near his asshole <laughs> yeah. so I knew I had to like kind of pretend I was doing something else to get there and mm-hmm. so I would pretend to cup his balls and he's oh. like oh I like how you massage my balls and, and then, then I would slip, slip <laughs> the two fingers and he went wild he was yeah. like what are you doing that's different this yeah. is crazy it's so good and I never told him he still doesn't know and he probably yeah. I don't know if he'll listen to this but but you're married <laughs> I would yeah. say in general like oh, yeah. I know it's good up a notch plenty of guys majority of guys feel like a finger in their ass you that's a consent thing Mm -hmm. yes there's like there's a certain level of like and i would also say like even with um any if you're give i wouldn't give an advanced blowjob to a guy that like i didn't know well because Mm -hmm. like i don't want to do any because like i'm doing extra work yeah (laughs) i don't want to learn the person yeah because like it's like a very intimate like i'm like i'm a whore like i'm i don't want to i'm a fucking whore right now (laughs) like if you're not down like i'm i'm mortified (laughs) so like there has to be a conversation there or it's a relationship in which it's like ah you see me in my sweatpants and then i'm about to like blow your mind because like i am a whore now like my husband likes it when i look sad while i'm giving him a blowjob (laughs) and i like it because i like being dominated (laughs) he's like you look so good too happy like be yeah, sad be like sad. you don't want it you don't want it and I'm like don't want this oh this dick I don't oh, want it I don't want it <laughs> and then said you're like fuck yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah I think like and, and even for like the amount of people who like ask us about like advanced techniques I think like the way you're going to get like and I we can give these like specific advice like and locations and things but like listen to like your partner and like what they're and even if they're not saying what they really like but like how their breathing changes mm-hmm. and you're like oh you really like this but overall you can do all of these things and if you're like timing and the rhythm's not right it's gonna fucking suck like it's like i always think like the more you can tease and like the beginning of it and then mm-hmm. like it's a slow rhythm yes. and then you're but like you can't get to that fast point 30 seconds in because then it's like they're not there yet it's and make a, sure there's lots of saliva mm-hmm. oh the wetter the better the <laughs> like you want spit dripping down his dick that's like the number like, thing it should when be guys, all over your face oh like, you should yeah. look you should look like you have rabies. Like you should look <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Like absolutely. And they're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but like every guy I've said like that have said, have told me that like the one of the biggest takeaways are like, oh, when it gets so wet that like your spit is dripping down my dick. That's mm-hmm. like, I'm like mm-hmm. fucking done. I'm yeah. Like, Hell yeah. And you're just like hawking loogies. On their <laughs> dick no, not full blown. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, actually the viscosity of mucus Honestly, is, it is the same thing. So they do like that. Yeah, it tr- truly, truly. Yeah. Also, don't give if you take Adderall and you get usually get cotton mouth. Don't give a blowjob. I was going to actually ask you that question because you get your mouth gets uh-huh. dry a lot while we're talking. Oh, so yeah. What do you do? <laughs> First of all, I think if I if I I no, I would I it's just a lot of water. And also, like, I have to would overhydrate, you know, got it to yeah. like get mm-hmm. like you know yeah. because like if my mouth is too dry have, have you ever tried, have you ever given a try attempted to give a blowjob when i used to like actually like smoke weed that would get me high not just like make me like not neurotic i and you have cotton mouth and you're like trying to get like, 
I can't. <laughs> it's like eating like a sleeve of saltine. You're like, I can't. My arms are so dry. I can't fit. I your can't. lips are like sticking to your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't put it in. Oh my God. True. So funny. Do we, any other advanced t- tips, techniques? Um, oh, I, I don't know. I mean, like it is about your partner, what they like mm-hmm. the most. Uh, but like, yeah, re- recently, like he's been liking a lot of deep throat. And so like, oh yeah, it can fit like it all the way down. He thinks that's so hot. Wow. Like that's, you know, you, it takes, if you, oh, if you, sorry, you can my, lie. my set is all over the place, but if you, uh, squeeze your thumb, Stop, I'm not fucking crazy. I told you about this. You it did. takes away your, your gag reflex yeah. or it tricks and you, you look like a that. master. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, placebo effect. I don't know what it is. I learned but that in high I'm school and I'm like, bitch, I got this. I'm so fine. one hand's on the shaft, one yeah. hand's like this. <laughs> and you're like, I'm not. But Nicole Byer also does the trick yeah. of like, just stick your tongue in the back of your throat and then they think you're deep throating. And then yeah, if hilarious. you just raise your tongue, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also think someone also DM'd me and asked me that if I, they thought like my TMJ hurt or helped my blowjob techniques, I think helped. I think it helps because yeah. it would make it. My jaw is. You Matt, can, it just opens yeah. so it's fucking like a wide. snake. Yeah, this is me saying like give a blowjob and like <laughs> stick a ball in your mouth. There was like, yeah, how do you fit constrictor. that? Yeah, that's my giant, giant broken jaw. It's yeah, cool. Um, I know my orthodontist was like, I really think we need to get your jaw surgery. Like it's getting really bad. And I told Mott's mom's like, no. Why? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, they have to like they have to like wire my mouth shut. He's like, that's a terrible idea. Don't it's do that. Superpower. Don't do that. And I was like, oh, are you concerned about the podcast? He's like, yes, I'm so concerned about you talking. That's what it is. Like for sure. Um, but I think those are like advanced techniques. Yeah, I think like, that's yeah, that's a good, a good starter. Yeah. yeah. Advanced Go try starting. those out and come back to mm-hmm. them. Yeah, and again, rhythm, rhythm, yeah. rhythm, rhythm, yeah. focus on rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And just like wetness and yeah. all that. And like, yeah, ease into it. Once you get good feedback, that's also going to make, cause they, again, this is in the Nikki Glaser special where they say, she says like about the second, it, it was one, it's one guy who tells a girl like, you're really good at this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh my God, I yeah, am. It was, yeah. For me, I it was do like, it. this guy was like, oh, you give like uh-huh. a bomb hit. And I was like. And then you're like, like yeah. it's oh, like okay. you, it's like you have glasses on now. And you're like, I got this. I'm going to go to the library and study. Yeah. Like, this is my calling. Like, I know what I'm doing for the rest yeah. of my fucking life. Yeah. So like, as soon as you get that feedback, like that's when you're going to feel more comfortable. If you're like, if you're hearing these techniques and being like, whoa, I'm like, once you get that confidence boost, like there is no ego boost. Mm-hmm. Like someone being like, hey, that was really good. And you're like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm a master. I am the best. And so then you'll feel more comfortable. And also like, you're going to get better just because you're more confident. Because, like, an unconfident blowjob is just... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> an insecure blowjob. <laughs> just like a licking ice cream. I think. <laughs> Hello. Nasty. Um, oh, yeah. And pressure was the last yeah. one I was going to say. Well, oh, we yeah. talked about that a yeah. little bit. Yeah. But, like, making sure, like, you're not, like, just open mouthing. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's, like, a good amount of, like... Do you block your teeth at all? Yes. Yeah, because I, I yeah. do, but my husband likes a little bit of teeth, and I'm yeah, like, that's... I, I think that's, like, the second advance. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the next... A little bit. Yeah. Most guys, like, a, like a, a little lot, bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. You have to have good teeth control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, and also, like, I feel like when girls have a little bit of teeth, I'm like, it's always an accident. And, like, yeah. I'm always trying not to, and, yeah. like, I'll give a little, and then you're like, oh, I like that, and you're like, cool. I'm never gonna try and give teeth, because right. I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> s- like serrate, like, just... Yeah, sandpaper your dick. And, like, painful. We do... We've had a few DMs, too. Might as well bring it up now about if you're a spitter where should you spit 
I've never spit. I have no idea where you spit. Yeah. Well, I think you have to prepare and like get a tissue before. Yeah. Like have a solo cup next to your bed or something. Not yeah, like a tissue or like yeah. your clothes, whatever you're wearing. His you took clothes. Off. I feel like a tissue might not hold it. enough. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of liquid for a tissue. Or yeah, just like I do don't it. or yeah. like have your mouth open and just let it come like out. Some guys like to see. Oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some guys like to see that. Or if you're a I spitter. I feel like you're a spitter. You don't want it on your face. Oh, really? Because like. Maybe you, it maybe might be I, the swallowing part. Oh, I would oh, prefer, yeah, because yeah, the, the taste is what, yeah. And, yeah. and also the volume and being able Do, to swallow that much. Back to the mic. Sometimes okay. the volume, like, like <laughs> yeah. the volume too much. <laughs> yeah, it's overwhelming. Yeah, uh, I think I, that's when I've spit. Is mm-hmm. like there's too much come to swallow and not throw up. Yeah, um, you, when you're not prepared, you're like, right. Oh, this much was about to come. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, I got to promote Nikki Glaser special again, but she talks about this and that's where she like doesn't understand spitters because she's like, Do you just walk around and be like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, that's what I see it as. But I think, yeah, spit on like get up like a towel yeah. or yeah. something. The best thing is to like to avoid being a spitter is like if if he's about to come, maybe he's communicating mm-hmm. it to you, getting just it as far back. back yeah. in it just the slides right down. Yeah. Yeah. People like an oyster swallow shooter. pills. Like <laughs> Yeah. You take Advil. I would just I don't know. For me, I also personally am like I don't, I, I don't I I just like come dries weird. like if I spit it it's gonna like get on my it, you know what I mean oh, like it dries on your yeah just, if I have makeup on you ever get in your eye it turns gotten, it like bright red have you ever gotten in your hair after you freshly showered have you gotten no. common wet hair no I was mad for days I was like <laughs> you dick I just showered I deep conditioned my hair I was so mad because no matter how much you rinse, no, no matter how much you rinse it, it is just it will not. Oh, wash it, wash no. It. no, it doesn't shine. It is it makes your hair dull. It uh, doesn't shine, and oh, it's like your no. hair is all shiny, and then there's like this patch where clearly, <laughs> clearly there was something in it. I was livid, um, but yeah. So that's where I would I would say you can you should spit if you want. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm not. It's not but, my first preference, right? No. I also just find my when I spit, I look disgusted. Like if I'm spitting something out, I look disgusted. Don't hold and I'm like, it. Just, I'm just like, don't just pull back and just jack them off. The yeah. Rest. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or oh, just yeah. like stick it in your pussy really quick. Yeah, well, then just yeah. get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no a hose. control. Yeah. It's just a hose where he's like, he's like, I'm in such Gotcha, trapped you. <laughs> you go. Your doctor, your doctor, right? Okay. God, that's funny. Wonderful. Uh, on to the next. Hey guys. So I wrote this out, so I'm just going to read it to you to keep myself under three minutes. So I have been with my boyfriend for five years now and have had sex with him thousands of times. Here's my problem. I experienced corgasms, but have never came during sex. I found out about the corgasms in middle school, and as it only takes me a few sit-ups to come, developed a six-pack very quickly. I've spoken to my gynecologist, and she gave me the generic, it takes women longer to Come, whatever, you know, foreplay, all that speech. Don't get me wrong. I still enjoy sex with my boyfriend, but after five years, me not coming has become normal, so he doesn't even try. When he does, I feel pressure to come, and then, of course, don't because I'm thinking about it too hard. I've Amazon Prime the book, She Comes First, that you frequently mentioned for him, but would love any additional advice you can give. I still enjoy having sex regardless, like I said, but I would love to experience having an orgasm at his hands dick you know tongue whatever i think it's also important to mention i lost my virginity to him and have never slept with anyone else but he has and those girls have had haven't had a problem as far as he knows this isn't a major problem in our relationship and we are planning to get engaged within the next two years but yeah i mean i just want to come so if you have any advice please let me know thanks love the podcast so much 
What's a corgasm? So it's having an orgasm like when you work out. So Shut like, the fuck if you up. Can, it happens in five percent of women. Bitch, you are so lucky. <laughs> also, how do you go amazing. to the gym? <laughs> how do you work out? She has a good time at the gym. <laughs> yeah. Oh my! I mean, I have a good time at Soul Cycle sometimes, but like, yeah. holy shit! Another level. Yeah. Wow. Wait, so you do sit ups and you just you come? Can, yeah. Wow. The only thing I get from a sit up like- is a queef. <laughs> Like, it's like I farted. Yeah, I like think I farted. I've queefed. Oh my god! You yeah. said Pilates, sensual yoga. Can you imagine? Yeah. Wow. Do you do you like? What, what about time. if you plank? Do you think you'll like orgasm while Probably. you plank? Like the first guy? Mm. Wow, that would make working out so much it more really enjoyable. Would. I wonder if you do you have a six pack from doing? Oh, I would have mm. a full blown six pack going to the gym all the time. Yeah. Sometimes if, I don't make it to the gym because I just masturbate. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, you're like, I got my workout. Yeah. It's good for the it's heart. Done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, this is it's serotonin. Cardio. I'm yeah. good. Yeah. I'm fine. Wow. Um, God. We are screwing each other over by, or we're screwing ourselves over by faking orgasms. I've learned in this episode yeah. because uh, those women definitely didn't come all the time with your mm-hmm. boyfriend. Yeah. They really didn't. Um, maybe they came once or twice, or they, they came, you know, like yeah. they didn't fake a few of them, but like it wasn't like how he's explaining it. Men's egos just get really oh, yeah. big from us faking it and then put such unnecessary pressure on yeah. other women. But if you've talked to a guy or you've like about a guy who's like, at, who's really good at sex, they will tell you the reason they got good is because they had a girl who was like, Hey, this sucks. Yeah. And like that, like my boyfriend, him and his high school friends were just incestuous. Like all of his high school friends, they all hooked, they were just oh, friends. And they yeah. all hooked up. He was like, Oh no. Like it was being like, what are you fucking doing? Like, no, do this, do this, do this. He's like, I literally got like my best friends essentially to tell me, as like girls like do this this is so much better and he's like and there was no ego in it because they're friends it's not like a relationship but like they're we're doing nobody any favors no. like you're just like that's how like there are like 35 year old men out in the world being like i'm great at this and you're, yeah. like, oh, you're terrible you're really and how bad. have you had sex for so much of your life and you're so bad <laughs> <clears throat> not saying that your boyfriend is bad but i mean i think like it's just he doesn't have to put in the work to make her come so no and i think like Did she said something like five years without her coming yeah. with her yeah. boyfriend that's crazy but not even tongue or anything and i think this is you putting it on you though yeah. but like i don't want to say this in like a negative way but i think like you're not i i don't think you're showing to him that coming is a priority for you so he's therefore thinking oh it's not a priority but it is a priority yeah. for you but like you're just you just I, I don't know and i don't know if there's any like I don't know if you feel like weird shame about like corgasms of like a sense that like you feel very different that it's like, oh, well, I have this thing. So therefore I can't have like this other thing. But like, I think now it sounds to me that like you are like not realizing, but like you want to try all this Mm -hmm. other stuff. And maybe when you guys first started dating, like this was something that felt a little bit more weird and you felt like, I don't know, maybe sex wasn't something you wanted to talk about because you had this like quote unquote like weird thing that you could do that you didn't hear about because I've never even heard about it before. Just do some sit-ups while you're having sex. <laughs> I know. I was like, can't you? Like if you're on yeah. top. If you're on yeah, top. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you get to enjoy that aspect of it. But I think you but just... still, it's like her putting it on the work without him really trying. Yeah. That's but I think you need her. to have... I think he's just he's just used to it and he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. I don't think he knows that this is affecting you and this like is hurting you because I think you've probably put on this face for five years that like it hasn't Mm -hmm. and not that it's like, and maybe at some point for you, it felt, I don't know. Like when I, I didn't have orgasms like with a partner until I started dating my boyfriend and like, I would just, I wasn't like detached from sex, but it was kind of like, oh, like um, I didn't care as much because I was like, oh, I'm not going to get there. So like I'll have fun, but like whatever. But I could see the more you're with this person, you're like, actually, well, no, I kind of really want to try this again. But I think even how you phrase it to us was like, I I would talk to him about it. If you've been together for this long, 
I think you can just say like, hey, I really want to like try this again. Like mm-hmm. I really like I really want to like, I don't know, let's go for it. Like, and, and bring it up in like the emotional context of like, hey, I am not enjoying this. And then I walk away from sex feeling not feelings of um of uh yay we're closer but yeah, rather like i'm a uh, less than yeah, yeah. it's and like she's being used right yeah yeah and i don't think that that's necessary i don't think that's necessarily his intention i just think like you've been together with him for so long like you change and evolve mm-hmm. and like maybe like you're more comfortable and it's like you know what if it doesn't work the first time or we're trying weirder stuff like i ca- i'm so much more comfortable with you now i'm ready to try that stuff and like see how it goes yeah because she said she lost her virginity to him yeah. so like of course you're not comfortable oh talking about anything especially if your partner's more experienced which mm-hmm. he is um you're like oh i am the novice i am the student yeah. i know nothing you you feel almost like you can't bring up these yeah. things uh but now it's been en- enough time that you yeah definitely explore yeah and you're comfortable enough to bring it up with your gynecologist and all of this stuff like you I I I think it's just about like kind of like the other call. Like I think it's introducing something new and just being like, hey, this is exciting. Like, mm-hmm. guess what? You get to have sex with me. And we're <laughs> gonna have sex a lot because I want to figure this shit out. Like it's it's not gonna be like a nuisance to him if he really cares about you. Like it's gonna be like, oh wow, this is fun and exciting. And maybe you don't know, maybe he's always he really like wants to do that, but like you haven't been as seemingly as invested in it so like mm-hmm. he hasn't been but like maybe he's gonna be fucking stoked yeah. one of my friends uh used to date this girl a long time ago and she had never uh she'd never had an orgasm with a partner ever before and as soon as he found it out it was like his mission <laughs> he was like i have been blessed by the gods with this opportunity <laughs> i am not going to take advantage of it i am going this is going to be amazing and like was so so excited and invested in that but like I think like you just have to give him that opportunity and talk to him about it. Otherwise Mm. nothing is going to change. And you can say like, I've said that before with people that I've dated before, where if it's like, they're not going down on me as often, I'm like, honestly, I just kind of feel like, why am I here? Like, mm-hmm. I do feel kind of used. And even just saying those words, if they care, about it's like, oh, my God, I am scum. I am so sorry. Like, yeah. I don't, they don't want you to feel like that. But I think a lot of the times, I mean, we all get in our own heads when we're having sex and guys in general can be like, oh, my God, it's just like it's my guys asking, like, how is that hand job for you? And you're like, fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't do anything for me that he's maybe a little bit in his own world and not recognizing and realizing that you're not having a good time. But I think the second that you say that. He's going to be like, oh, shit, let me like fix this. Let's try this immediately. Let's figure this stuff out. Um, And if they don't care about you at all, then maybe it's not a good relationship. Yeah. Like I I think when I try to think worst case scenario, what's like the worst thing that can happen from people bringing it up with their partners that like he doesn't want to try. Yeah. Is that they don't care. They're like, oh, let's just keep doing what we've been doing. And it's like. Okay, well, maybe that's someone that's not considering your feelings in a broader sense. Well, that, that's exactly, I was gonna yeah. say, that's exactly like if someone didn't care about that, then I'm like, oh, so this, okay, <laughs> now let's take the sex out of the equation. Like something's not working for me, but it's working for you. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it's fine. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, what do you, what do you, what? No, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, I think his reaction and how he'll do that will also, you'll be able to like see that. And also, we get so many fucking calls of people being like, oh my God, but he's like so great in bed. Like there's this, this, all of this stuff. Like he's so great, but like there can also be someone who's incredible in bed and like you have a really fun time and you really get along with them. But like, if it doesn't work com- like sexual compatibility wise, like you don't have to sacrifice coming with right. him. Like that's not your perfect partner, quote unquote. Like it's not something that you need to settle for. If sex is important to you, like you should be with someone who matches you sex wise and like pleases you in, in a way that, Like you can, like you want to be with for the rest of your life. Yeah, it's so important. 
Yeah. But I think it's just the conversation. And let be honest. Like I think, yeah, like I said, how you talked about it with us, I think that like Yeah. I think you can literally just say Not that offensive to him. at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a it's a it's a good time. But unless he's like, Yeah, those girls did come all the time. Oh my <laughs> he doesn't god. I believe I my favorite thing is bursting bubbles of guys that I've like yeah. did. I mean like, yeah, you know, no, none of those girls do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like, no, no, she came from penetrative sex like all the time. Mm, I was like, no. did she? Wow, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. we have it's time for don't blame them. Mm-hmm. So this is when uh, a listener will call in with their own advice from a previous episode. Oh, so if nice. they had fucked a furry, yeah. they might be like, "Hey, it's cool. This is what it's about." Hi, Megan and Melissa and guests. Um, I'm calling in about um, in response to the caller from the episode with Kelsey. Um, she had been diagnosed with um, HPV, or she got tested for HPV. Um, I just wanted to call in because I had the exact same thing happen to me. Um, I got an ear, an abnormal pap smear. Um, it came back that I was HPV positive, but for one of the um, strains that don't lead to cervical cancer. Um, I had a lot of fear um, when that happened. I was really scared of what was going to happen. I had a lot of uncertainty about um, how that was going to affect me and my body. Um, so I just remember being really scared. And having a lot of the same fears that the caller had. So I thought I would call in um, just with, you know, my own story and um, in the hope that it might calm her mind a little bit. Um, so I'll say that um, I did get the full HPV vaccine. I got the whole Gardasil series when I was young um, and I still got HPV. Um, I don't know. I had a partner at the time, um, but I maybe got it from him. I maybe didn't, um, which was its own fun conversation to have. Like, hi, I have an STD. Don't know if it's from you or not. Maybe it was from someone else. You might have it. You should get tested. Um, so that was a scary conversation. Um, and, um, yeah, but that, nothing else really changed. Um, all, the only thing is that I have to go to um, the gynecologist and get a pap smear every year instead of every three years. Um, and my doctor said the same thing Melissa did, that the, the HPV would just kind of go away on its own. Um, and we just had to keep doing the tests until – um, until we saw it go away and to just double check that nothing else was going on. So um, it really wasn't as scary as I made it out to be in my head. Um, and um, once I sort of got educated about um, all of the non-scary things and how um, how it wasn't really going to impact me as much as I thought it was going to, um, it took a lot of that fear away. So um, to that caller, you're going to be fine. It's not as scary as you think it is. Um, and yeah, I hope this helps. So um, Anyway, love everything you guys do. Thanks so much. Wait, people only go once every three years? I think that's, I don't know. I went for my first one. I thought like, oh, really? Whatever? Yeah, I know. I know. Because call it annual. It's called an annual. Yeah. I think maybe it's it's past. I think it it might be like if you're sexually active, it might be every year. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but this isn't. Not, hold on. So I had HPV and the same exact thing. It was yeah. like the non-malignant uh, mm-hmm. strain because there's over a hundred, um, and only thirteen are malign- malignant. But mm-hmm. I have to go every six months because of that. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it comes back as abnormal again, and then sometimes it's like normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you just have to keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, people. There's a lot of. Like misinformation or like uneducated uh, people about HPV, so I'm pretty open about talking about it because mm-hmm. mo- a lot of women have it. Like yeah. it's like one in three, and I think it's probably even more than that. But people aren't like they don't know saying it or they don't know. Yeah, yeah and guys don't know at all that they're carriers no. of it. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, I even got it when I had sex using a condom. And so people don't know wow. that they can get it that way too because yeah. it can go around condoms. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people were like, you have genital warts. They were like, oh, you have a, you have some other thing. And I'm like, no, like it's literally not that. It's like a cell that's in yeah. a different shape. And then sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, definitely get, you have to definitely like get, yeah. check it out every year. And then if you switch partners, there's Letting, a chance that yeah. you can uh, contract the malignant strain mm-hmm. if you don't get the shot. But yeah. um, So if anyone listens to Kelsey podcast, Kelsey actually just got diagnosed with HPV. Which is crazy. Yeah. So Kelsey was our guest for this episode. Oh, okay. Prior to all of this happening, but she just released an episode on her pod. And I was DMing her talking to her about this because she had had an abnormal pap smear after she'd been on the podcast where we gave advice to this girl about HPV. um, And neither of us really knew anything. And then Kelsey's done, she's been super open talking about it. And it's like, it's crazy for us to go from like Kelsey and I sitting here being like, oh, we don't know anything. And I'm like, oh, Kelsey's my resident expert. Like she just did a whole podcast episode on it. Um, which I think if anyone's listening to, like if anyone who heard her original episode where she talked about it, definitely go listen to her podcast about that episode. Um, it's incredibly informative and interesting because I talked about in Kelsey's episode, the only experience I ever had was my mom had HPV, but she had cancer. So like I- So you just associated it with- And that's the issue. It's the same thing that I think like we're now breaking down the difference between HIV and AIDS, but Mm. we're not breaking down that difference with HPV. Yeah. There isn't like, it's just an overarching thing that you see on a pamphlet that your Mm -hmm. doctor's like, would you like a Gardasil shot so you don't get HPV, which will give you cancer. Dude, and I got it when the Gardasil shot was just coming out. Mm -hmm. So it it was like $900 for one shot. You know, you had to get three times and I had never- heard of it before yeah. and I was like well no mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was it. it's never it hasn't it's not 100% effective and also they didn't yeah. force you to get the only reason why I got it was because my mom had it it yeah. was like no no you have to do this but it wasn't like polio it wasn't like right, doctors right. are like no you have you to have do this to um but yeah I think it's it's informative for like all of us because mm-hmm, I think totally. like it's something that like we don't I don't know you don't you don't There's think a stigma, about for sure that like um if you have it like oh or something like you can pass it yeah, and you can kill like someone or everybody something. yeah yeah well, I think we're finally like with, at some with, point you like, had it like the different types of herpes we're finally trying to like understand the difference and like how like oh the whole population has mm-hmm. like one kind of herpes and the older you get the more people have fucked each yeah. other <laughs> like, yeah the more and- likely the people mm-hmm. you're having sex with have something. And like it doesn't make you like dirty or unclean no. or anything like that. It's just kind of something that like happens. And it's the same thing with like any like STD or any even like illness like in that way. Like if you think about like yeast infections, like these are different things that like they happen, they can come back, they go away, they come back. Yeah. But like it's a medical thing that like as long as like you can have an open conversation with your doctor, you don't have to talk to your friends about it. But like I think it's great to talk to your friends about it. But like with your doctor you're going to be everything's it all becomes manageable at a certain point it's just like understanding that and learning that and not feeling like the grosser you feel about something and yeah. even Kelsey said it before when she because she gets chronic uh was it yeast infections or UTS I thought it was yeast, yeast infections, infections. Uh, yeah no we talked we got very graphic talking about our yeast infections um and she talked about how the, the more positive she talked to her body and the happier she was she's like we're in it together like yeah. this seems like a lot nicer and a lot better when it's not like when you're not disgusted by your war. own body like yeah you're yeah. at war it's like no no come on we're on the same team like yeah. we got this so yeah so i mean like that during periods too you get cramping and i'm like what do you need body yeah. you need a warm pad what do you need i got you yeah i take care of you oh i'm not like that with cramps <laughs> i am at war with my body i am like you fucking piece of shit <laughs> mm-hmm. why are 
are you doing this I have to so me? much to do today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I was going to go to the Jonas Brothers concert tomorrow, but I was like, I'm going to have to cancel because it'll be my day two period. And then <laughs> that is just horizontal <sighs> crying. Yeah. It's a good time. Um, that's fun being I've got clarification on the annual Ooh. thing. So in 2012, they actually changed going okay. every year. So it's not oh. an annual oh. anymore. So, um, so she might be now going every six months like you do. Well, see, here's a hack, though. Don't go every three years. Make that your physical in one. Like, that's still a doctor. So I still have them test for, like, my blood, like, mm-hmm. do my yeah. blood work, test my vitamins, all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the stuff that you would normally do, like, with your primary physician, I don't do that. I just yeah. do the gyno appointment one time. Mm. And that one's more covered by, uh, like, cheaper insurances, too, oh. than, um, like, the the physical, the mm-hmm. annual – or the – um primary care physician um so yeah i just have my gyno do everything oh wow and then there's a life hack for you that's nice your annual yeah I, like I need to find a new gynecologist guys that's it for our episode uh nikki thank yeah. you so much for being on thanks for bringing me on again this thanks for talking so about fun. this dirty shit like i i love to i love that you love to and yes. i love that i can like usually i have to save these questions for just me and melissa but i'm like nah, mm. she'll talk about mm-hmm. you know rubbing that taint yeah, yeah we t- actually if you listen to our new podcast hey bitch mm-hmm. which is an all-women <laughs> podcast yeah mm-hmm. yeah we are we get pretty detailed in yeah. there oh my god and there are so many about, of you um, kink shaming the girl that like is choking on a dick there's a girl in our group that loves she to loves choke, to on, choke a on a dick. She likes a guy to spit in her mouth and cover her mouth and make her swallow it. Like, and she just loves. Oh my that god, shit. she must have really great like no like nasal passages for breathing. Oh yeah, she has to. She just loves it. She likes being choked. She likes being like punched. She yeah. likes like oh everything. My gosh. Yeah, girl. I like that. Yeah. I like that for her. So plug, plug your podcast. Where can oh, yeah. listen so, to it? Hey, bitch. All women's podcast. I also have a podcast called Shit They Don't Tell You. It's with me and my husband. We cover relationship topics and and sex and all that too. But we also cover like finance and like credit and like all the shit that they didn't tell you back in the day um Truly. but yeah and then youtube it's nikki limo and instagram's all nikki limo but hell yeah i think that's enough plugs right that's a good time <laughs> and now i'll plug us me. guys oh my god thanks so much for being on if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 or you can send us an audio message if you're an international caller and record that on your phone and email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com check out our instagram don't blah meme pod um, if you're watching this, go listen to it. If you go to don'tblameme.show, you can figure out all the different places you can listen and or watch. And um, that's pretty much it, right? Yep. Cool. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye. Shopper can sign at The Real Real, the leading reseller of authenticated consignment from top designers. The Real Real has women and men's luxury fashion as well as fine jewelry, watches, art, and home at up to 90% off retail. Every item is authenticated by The Real Real's team of authenticators. Shop or consign in-store at therealreal.com or download the app and get 20% off select items with the promo code REAL. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts. Camera operator Amanda Lechner. And music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.